I'm Andy Chanley from 88.5 FM, and this is an 88.5 FM here at home video conference interview. And today it's with Krungbin. Welcome in. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. You're looking on the screen at Laura Lee, a bass player for the band, and also Donald DJ Johnson, who plays drums. Uh, latest album is called Mordecai. It came out a couple of months ago. It's available now, and it's, it's really a terrific, it's a fine record. Congratulations on it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, the single time, you and I, we've been playing a lot, lot, lot on 88.5 FM these last several months. Um, here's the reason I love that song, Time, You and I, uh, and I guess this is mostly directed at, at you, uh, uh, DJ, but uh, it's the... Uh, the boo 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 boo. What is that? Electronic drum trigger? I don't know what it is, but it's it's disco <laughs> glory, and I love it in every song that I hear it. What 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 makes that sound? That's one of Mark's toys. Mark has so many percussion electronic toys that he uses uh, across all of the records, but that's him doing the do 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 do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I made a list at one point of all the songs that have it. It's just, it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mark has a bag. He has a percussion bag. It's like grandpa's sack. I mean, not grandpa's, Santa Claus sack, you know. Awesome. Full percussion. So if I ask uh, like 20 music lovers to describe you guys, we probably get 29 uh, different answers. Uh, of, of what uh, what genre you you reside in most often, you know, soul, funk, uh, psychedelic rock, surf rock. What I'd like for you to do is pigeonhole yourselves right now to make it easier on on everybody. Hmm. Houston. That's probably the best response. Just Houston. 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 Sounds like Houston. Yeah, <laughs> we have a problem. Um, <laughs> this album called uh, Mordecai. Uh, Laura, I heard that the title uh, came from uh, somebody telling you to take a hike. Uh, tell the story about where, where Mordecai uh, originated, because I'm guessing it's the only album out there that's not religious that has uh, uh, Mordecai as a title. Yeah, it's the name of a friend of mine, um, now a friend. He was an acquaintance at the time, but he took me for a beautiful ha uh, hike, and uh, I jumped you know, off a big cliff into a waterfall and it was a beautiful day mm. and uh, decided to pay homage to the day by naming it after him. The music on, on this album, I've uh, heard there's an Angelino that is a legend that had a, that continues to have an influence on you guys. Roy Ayers, the, the vibes master, the vibraphone player uh, from South Central, who's, I believe he is the most sampled artist in in all of of hip-hop uh history if I'm, I'm not mistaken but um uh, it seems like what he's done bridging um jazz and hip-hop uh it, it almost seems like it's a skeleton key for what you guys do um am, am i overestimating his influence on you guys no, no he has a roy Ayers is a huge influence of ours um kb has like of course we all have our three separate collective you know separate music tastes but he's where the venn diagram meets in the center definitely he's you know someone we all enjoy listening to we love roy Ayers. yeah um I, I really thought it was uh neat that you guys teamed up with um leon bridges last year for that ep it was just uh, uh, you know fantastic and he kind of has this same uh you know vector the same uh, uh trajectory uh, going on last year and and, and the couple years before and 
teaming up, it was like, it seemed like kerosene on a fire. Uh, and I think that Texas Sun introduced a lot of people to, uh, in his world, to your music and vice versa. Uh, talk about that uh, collaboration a little. We went on tour with him in 2018, opening up for him in venues that were way bigger than we'd ever played. Um, and we became fast friends. We're all from Texas. So that's like a, a easy win. Um, but we, you know, hung out, listened to music after the shows and we sent him a song uh, to sing on top of and he sang on it and sent us back like the next day. And that was the kind of seed to start that whole EP process. But it was a really beautiful um, collaboration and it was very easy to work with him. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like it. Um, talk about the the music scene in Houston. I don't know if it gets its proper's for uh, being, you know, uh, such a, a diverse, uh, you know, melting pot of, of musical genres. Um, it, it must be, or at least was, until this the, the vid hit. Uh, <laughs> it must have been a, a, a pretty wonderful place to to be a thriving musician. Yeah, we love Houston. Um, there's so much talent here in Houston. I, I can't say that enough. I mean, we have so many friends that, that play music, write music and, um, could easily, you know, I mean, it's just so, so much talent. Um, and the influences that come from the city, um, you know, the cultural influences with the amount of just different people that live here. Um, they just all come together to bring this unique thing that happens with people that come from Houston. Um, so no matter what genre you're listening to, if the artist is from Houston, it's going to be like this thing, this common thread that you can hear, um, you know, all the way from, you know, Robert Glasper to Megan Thee Stallion. It's like, you know, it sounds like Houston. Are there anybody that might be watching this that, uh, you could introduce an unknown or lesser known Houston artist to who are some people that not everybody knows about in Houston that you guys have been enthused by in the last year or so. I was I just mean, listening to, I was just listening to Will Van Horn, uh, on my way back home. Uh, of course, uh, people that know Krunk Ben know Will Van Horn for playing pedal steel on, uh, our records. He's on, you know, anything that we've done, but, uh, just super, super talented, puts his own spin on the way pedal steel is approached. Um, it's usually considered more of a, you know, just a country music accessory instrument, but Will takes it and just does things you wouldn't imagine with it. And the way he approaches it, the, um, his chord voicings, um, it, it's incredible. There's no other instrument that's like that. And, you know, I think like Robert Randolph and, the, you know, the sacred steel and what he does mm -hmm. with it. And, uh, you know, Will Van Horn and his brand of it. Uh, uh, you know, Ben Keith with uh, what he used to do with, um, uh, with, with uh, Neil Young and, you know, then the Hawaiian sound you can get out of it. It's, it's such a crazy, it's almost like a theremin. It's, it's such a versatile instrument that's yeah. different in, in any setting. Yeah. Uh, what, what about you, Laura? Who would you uh, add to that uh, list of somebody to shout out? I was, I was of course, going to shout out Will because he's sort of like our, our fourth always in the studio. But uh, there's a guitar player named Kelly Doyle, um, and his music is available online. He's a guitar virtuoso, um, really, really inspiring player. So I would recommend checking him out. Krungbin's been around for, for quite a while, and, and you've, you've had – 
success and, and notoriety up till now, but like this record and what happened in the last year with, you know, the, the Leon Bridges uh, um, connection and, uh, you know, now people are knocking on your door to, to, you know, have your songs licensed for, for things. And I mean, this is kind of a coming out party and then COVID hits and you aren't going anywhere. Talk, talk a little bit about, um, about, how you, that's made you feel and how you've coped with that over these last five months. I think the world works in mysterious ways. Um, it was certainly going to be a big touring year and we've had big touring years, but there was definitely a buildup of it being sort of an epic year of venues and festivals for us this year. Um, but you know, what's meant to be will be. And we had the record done and I'm so happy that we put it out. And I kind of feel like now that it's happened, I can't imagine putting the record out not during COVID. It's sort of become the COVID album, like within our world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like uh, X. They were planning on putting an album out in August this month. And they said, nope, we're doing it in April. Just, they just dropped it and, and said, you know, the world needs something right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for not putting that on a shelf. It's uh, the world needs it right now. Um, I love that the name uh, Krungbin, this is the first time I've talked to you, so uh, I'm going to ask the, you know, all the Miss America questions. But uh, the, the name is, uh, is, is Thai for airplane, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know uh, I read that uh, you, Laura, were learning Thai at the time, and it was just a great name. Um, it's one that no one can spell. Um, we've, we've all had our difficulties with that. But uh, I, I, like, I like that it's basically a, a positive uh, word. You know, it's, it's uh, something, um, you know, I think when like John Lennon met Yoko Ono for the first time and goes to her art installation and he climbs the ladder and there's a magnifying glass to read the word that's on the ceiling and the word is yes. You know, it was just a, a, a generally positive experience. Um, I think airplane is kind of a, you know, an uplifting, uh, a, a word of possibilities. I, I, I like that. Yeah. It's hope. It's hopeful. Yeah. Uh, it's also fun. And I've come to really think it looks really cool. <laughs> well, and now it's, it's building its own um, head of steam. You have uh, air crunk, which, which is great. If anybody doesn't know about this, I just learned about this uh, recently. It's a website you've done where people can tell me if I get this wrong, they can share uh, playlists and you do it by putting in the, the three letter prefix of the, uh, airport so if i'm going to fly to lax to yyz go to toronto and i choose a aisle or window uh, uh first class or uh, you know uh, steerage and all of those things and people will share playlists how did that come about that's it's a joyous thing too we were putting out you know playlists for people and everybody always wants more and you know you can only have time to put together so many mixes. So it was sort of a way to share a much bigger catalog of music and a fun way that seemed to kind of fit us. And then for once COVID hit, we actually put out like a version two um, called Shelter in Space since nobody's really flying. Uh, So we kind of wanted to acknowledge that. So the new version basically has where you input what activity you're doing. So if you're cooking or gardening, taking a bath, um, and you put the duration for how long you're going to do that activity and it spits you out a playlist with a new catalog of songs to try to keep things interesting. 
It's pretty glorious. It's pretty great. You should check it out. Aircrung.com. Um, DJ, tell me about your, I'm assuming, did, are uh, drums your first instrument? Yeah, it's my first instrument, yeah. T tell me about your first drum kit. My first drum kit uh, it was a... Pop like an <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, my first drum kit was like a little kid's kit my mom and dad bought me. Um, and instead of using the sticks because they were too loud, they took the little cardboard things off the hangers. And <laughs> oh, I used, dry cleaning? Yeah, the dry cleaning things. <laughs> so uh, those are my drumsticks to, uh, to quiet things down a bit. But uh, yeah, that was my first kit. That's brilliant. I just bought, uh, uh, we went camping and I lamented we didn't have, you know, a lot of instruments that the kids could play. So I just bought a cajon and it arrived like yeah. yesterday. Uh, and my five-year-old is taken to it and I already regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Cajon's an awesome instrument. It is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, what about you, uh, Laura? Uh, bass, your first instrument, your first choice? Uh, I played piano when I was little. Uh, tell me about your first piano lessons. I mean, I'm sure like my first playing was just going and, you know, making Chop noise. Chopsticks. Uh, yeah, but I did, I have a really beautiful piano teacher, I think when I was four and I had her for two beautiful years, once a week. And uh, my parents would watch me play at the piano and it was kind of like this funny thing that they would sit and watch me and if they made noise, it would mess me up. And so I'd be like, don't talk, you know, and then I would mess up but there was no sound. So I'd be like, don't breathe. Like, <laughs> stop breathing so I can play. But yeah, I played piano when I was little and stopped. Tried my hand at guitar. It's definitely not my uh, instrument. And I got, I got to bass much later on in life and uh, definitely came much more natural to me than, than any other instrument. What do you think you'd be doing? Uh, I'll pose the question to each of you. DJ, you go first. Uh, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't the drummer for Krungbin now? Where, where, do you, where do you think life would have taken you if music wasn't a possibility? Um, I definitely, I'd probably still be in music in some form, probably on uh, the other side of it, maybe audio engineering. Um, that was actually, when I graduated high school, I went out and got an audio engineering degree because hmm. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do, but I know I wanted to be involved in the music industry in some capacity. Um, so probably, you know, engineering production, uh, definitely behind the scenes, because I'm not a uh, big in front of the camera you know, kind of person. Um, but yeah, definitely behind the scenes. What about you, Laura? I, I don't know. I've kind of worked every job. Um, I think I would have been some kind of producer I'm not sure what kind, um, but before Krungbin started touring, I was training to be a TV producer. Um, I'm definitely somebody that likes kind of getting projects done and uh, sort of being the point person for things. And I use that skill in Krungbin. So, you know, it works out, um, but I can't, I mean, this is the best job. Are, are, um, you, the, are you the ramrod in, in the group? You're the one that, uh, that gets, gets things done? I yes. think so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's settled. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for taking time out to, to talk with me today. It's been great to get to know you a little bit, and I know our, our audience appreciates it. Uh, final question, what's uh, the best meal you've made for yourself uh, in, in quarantine? Ooh, that's a Laura question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I'm in the countryside and been grilling a lot. Mm. Just like generally barbecue hangs right now are the best. Um, nice. but yeah, had some amazing lamb kebabs yesterday. So awesome. All right. Well, uh, best of luck to you guys. The new album is called Mordecai. It's out now, uh, wherever you buy records, wherever you get your music and promise me that once all this stuff blows over, you guys are going to come to LA and, and do a session uh, in person with us. Uh, it'd be great to, to meet you in person and, and we'll go out for some kebabs. I'd be lovely. Sound, yeah. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Donald Johnson and Laura Lee of Krungbin, uh, thanks for being here today on 88.5 FM.